Fun fact to start off today's episode, there's a part of your brain, it's called myeling. It's fatty tissue, and it allows your brain to fire off neurons faster. What this means to you is that by deliberate practice, it shows that there's neurological reasoning that why if you do repeated tasks or repeated challenges that are extremely difficult or for you at that time, it's like leveling up in a game. So let's start this off right. We'll get into today's episode and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. <laughs> Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, guys. I am so excited. So last week, uh, my wife and I went to Utah to spend some time with uh, my family for Thanksgiving. And uh, it's always such a pleasure because I get to chat with my brothers, my, my parents, and there's uh, a lot of uh, mental workthroughs and, and processes and, and lots of cool things that I get to kind of lay out on a very, uh, like, up in the clouds. I guess that's, that's the best way to say it. So there's, like, the down in the dirt, right, where you're actually doing the work day to day. And then you think about your thoughts or your ideas or, your, like, your, your problems up in the clouds. So from a very high up bird's eye view, trying to figure out, like, where, where are you going with everything? And... Uh, it was really awesome. I got to stay with my oldest brother, who uh, he's he's 13 years older than me. He's got a lot of success under his belt in business, and uh, always admired what he has done in business. And as I was talking about the, this new venture that um, uh, we've started a couple months ago, uh, a buddy of mine and, and myself, we we've got this uh, new type of agency uh, that we're really excited about. Uh, we're looking at this like go-to-market strategy, and what was so awesome was. Uh, listening to some of my brother's successes of what uh, things that he's learned either through his mentors or uh, his experiences and really looking at uh, what I would call collapsing the funnel, like simplifying the process, uh, making sure that when you're going to market your business, you're not adding complexity to it because uh, you want to. The only reason why you would ever add the complexity is because you have to. Because the way in which you're scaling and you're growing requires a more complex challenge uh, or, or, sorry, process because it's of, of the challenge. And, um, and what's so interesting is I got caught up in this, right? We had uh, we'd laid out this whole process, this whole strategy, um, right? All the different things. And um, before even going to Utah, I started a book. It's called Deep Work. It's by uh, Cal Newport. And uh, I'm trying to look at focusing all my attention, all my efforts into uh, the things that either I need to be focused on, uh, like learning certain skill sets or uh, being a certain uh, position in the company and, uh, and how it runs forward. Or the other is uh, actually just kind of immersing myself into something and taking, uh, taking away the opportunity to get distracted. So turning off my phone, turning off uh, any ideas, um, basically tabling other concepts or opportunities and uh, really immersing myself into one process or one business or one idea and then simplifying that as much as I possibly can and taking out as many variables so that way I can see where the success is and adding in the variables as they are needed, not as they are wanted. 
Um, because as much fun as making a complex uh, marketing strategy and, and having everything laid out, if it prevents you from actually going and selling your product or your service, uh, clearly <laughs> perfection is, is <laughs> uh, it's going to prevent you from making something done. Now, the that's the beauty of having something done, right? You can optimize it from there, you can change it, but if you never launch, you never produce, and we've talked about this on this podcast before, it's important to start, it's important to launch and uh, and then going through and optimizing. Um, but what's even crazier is that there are different fa- like, phrase- <laughs> phases in your company and, as, and in your growth strategy that you might get caught up in. So you might've started your company, you might've started the business or uh, started with your production, but as you start to scale, it might become more and more complex when there, it doesn't need to be. And uh, something that I've actually had a hard time with in a lot of different businesses that I've been a part of is scaling absolutely vertically, meaning uh, there's no deviation. If you think of it like a skyscraper, uh, it doesn't get about halfway through and then just start kind of trailing off to the side, right? It has to go straight up because it's building upon the foundation down below. Now in business, it's the exact same way. It's important to scale up as high as you possibly can go in one exact vertical, right? And then once you've been able to scale up, meaning uh, you're literally just doing uh, the exact same thing over and over and over and over again, right? And I'm not even talking about to different businesses. I'm like the same kind of businesses and the same kind of niche to the same target audience, right? If you can wrap up the whole target audience with a uh, cheap product, let's say you're selling a widget and uh, you sell it for a hundred bucks. Instead of going and buying or making a new widget and making new packaging to sell it to a different audience, right? Or different marketing. You're just selling the same widget with the same packaging, the same messaging, the same everything over and over and over and over again, right? And that's what is the most important part, especially when you're first starting. And uh, there's a phrase called go-to-market strategy. Now, when I was working as a consultant uh, and worked with many Fortune 500 companies on an executive level, the phrase go-to-market strategy was probably something I heard uh, multiple times a day. And it's something that's important here, right? Your go-to-market strategy has to be simplified. And if your funnel is like absolutely insanely long and you haven't sold the first product yet, right? what gives you the idea that the rest of those products are going to sell? Because you can't sell the first thing. So back to that same uh, ideology that I said in the beginning of the episode, it's right, like you're up in the clouds, but don't start building your skyscraper, especially the top floor, if you can't even settle the land down below. If you can't develop uh, your first layer and maximize that efficiency, right? Get, your, get the office set up or, or whatever. I'm not talking like a physical office. I'm talking about like in the analogy of this land. Uh, if you can't utilize the bottom level, like what makes you think you're going to build every single level uh, all the way up to where you want to go if you really can't even utilize what's down below. So uh, this really gave a lot uh, of an interesting perspective because I had thought initially uh, our plan was already simplified and we had already started working in our value ladder and everything like that. Uh, and after talking with my brother about this, it was so interesting to realize um, those times will come and we can test all those things out and we can work through them. But the idea of getting started, right, last episode, or uh, maybe two episodes ago, and then going to market in this episode and collapsing your funnel just right away, just saying, okay, what do we need to do 
to just scale exactly vertically. Now imagine your target market, there's like 100,000 people. And you're like, hey, you know what? I think we can get uh, anywhere between 1% to 10% of the market. So we can either get uh, 1,000 people to 10,000 people of the market. That's like a very uh, potential situation that you can be in your business. From there, what you can do though, is go sell the 1,000 people the exact same thing, right? And if as soon as you hit the 1,000 people, or if you want to put it on like a, a threshold for uh, for cash, right? Let's say like as soon as we hit a million dollars selling the exact same thing, then we can go build the second part. I know Russell Brunson talks to his, uh, his inner circle about this. He's like, don't make another funnel until you've already made a million dollars on one funnel, like a webinar funnel or a two-step funnel or a lead magnet, whatever it's going to be, right? Like just... Go perfect that, right? Go only focus on that. Keep all your attention on there. And uh, I myself have had this uh, this problem. I always chased the the shiny things. Uh, what's even crazier is that it's not always the shiny things that will get us uh, distracted. Sometimes they're actually really interesting opportunities that we think are aligned perfectly into our business, but only to later realize it's still a distraction from that exact perfect vertical scale. Um, in fact. Uh, I had another opportunity right over Thanksgiving where uh, a, a very lucrative and I mean insanely lucrative opportunity came my way uh, from a really good friend. And um, it didn't require a lot of time and it didn't require uh, much energy. And the craziest part is I, I, I had to say no. And it was so hard saying no because it's like... <laughs> It's basically is it's like a get rich, but it's not a scheme. It's like get rich because of uh, ultimate blue ocean strategy and uh, things that have been building up for years. Uh, I mean, someone that I, I fully trust, right? And and it was so hard because it seemed like it could fit into uh, into my strategy of, uh, of of making success. And although it wouldn't have required a lot of hours, it really still would have required taking attention away from what I am ultimately trying to achieve. And um, I know he's going to be so successful with it. It's going to turn into something uh, absolutely maddening. But I had to get over the fact that I wasn't going to regret that decision. I, know I heard this interview with Jeff Bezos recently of why he started Amazon. And he called it um, <laughs> a, uh, a regret limits or regret uh, minimization framework. So a regret minimization framework is why he started Amazon, meaning in, when, by the time that he's 80, he didn't have any regrets of his decisions. And uh, it actually took eight hours to, for me to respond uh, to my friend in order to say no, because it wasn't just saying, no, I got to pass on this opportunity. Um, it was really more of a, a redefinition of, do I ultimately believe that what I'm doing in my exact vertical scale is going to be successful? And then from there, I can then go horizontally, uh, meaning if I go and upsell the thousand people that have already sold one thing, what's the likelihood of me having that success happen again and again and again and again? So as soon as I've scaled as vertically as I, uh, as my threshold that I've made, whether it's uh, purchasers or uh, a cash limit, scaling horizontally makes perfect sense, right? Because now your upsells and everything developed in there 
is so perfect because you've got a market to just literally keep selling to. It's why the importance of an email list is so highly regarded or just even having any list, whether it's followers on a, a social media platform or uh, just even if it's by phone and you're calling every single person on there, whatever it is, it allows you to literally just keep the cash flow running so fast uh, every single time after you've scaled to that certain point, right? Then upsell and keep scaling. Maybe there's a different, a, a slightly modified to that specific target audience that can allow you to wrap in another either 10,000 or, uh, you know, 100,000 potential people to your market. Um, and this has just been so on my mind because as we're looking at scaling our own agency and our own business and, and developing products and all this stuff, uh, we had to put a lot of those things on the back burner that we initially thought, yeah, yeah, we could easily like come up with this stuff. Um, only to realize our go-to market strategy has to be simplified. We've got to collapse our own funnel, meaning we are uh, literally just simplifying our own process just so that way we can keep our focus and get into this deep work. We can be the rock stars at this one thing. And if a client asks us to do another thing, like we don't do it, like we might do it in the future. Um, but for right now, all we're doing is this one thing because you don't wanna trip over dollars to pick up pennies, right? And if you believe that if you can wrap up as many people as possible with your initial sale, your upsell is gonna work, you know? Because the people you've built the value, you've built the trust, you've uh, been able to show why uh, people should keep buying from you. So uh, I use the term collapsing the funnel in a very loose way. It, it's got a lot of different meanings what you can essentially do with it. Um, but in this process, it's your personal funnel, right? The personal go-to market strategy. It's the way in which you are uh, you're keeping your focus on making that success. And this is something I'm going to be working on uh, even more as I, the, the more that we get into this. So that way it's easy to upsell. It's easy to cross sell. It's easy to, to then, man, I, you could even take the exact same thing. And once you've kind of wrapped in the whole target market, you think that you're going to be able to get, you can then hop into another target market, right? You can make something, you can repackage it. And now all of a sudden you've got an amazing offer. And uh, the way that you're scaling is not through like a single uh, vertical building you're scaling with like a community of buildings or community of products, a community of all these things, but literally <laughs> collapse your funnel, simplify your process. And um, such a crazy way to think um, because it might sound like it's going against other, uh, other podcasts that, that we've talked about, um, but it's really not. It's really just saying, do your one thing, like find your one thing and do your one thing better than anyone else and everyone else. And from there, build the trust. Because if people build, like they hear that trust from you, they can then get on board with your next idea, your next product, your next service, because you've shown so much value right from the start, you know? So keep going, guys. I know that uh, I, I'm gonna be holding my, my feet to the flames on this one because I gotta keep accountable. And uh, <laughs> the craziest thing of all, uh, so my buddy Steven Larson, he is actually, he's leaving ClickFunnels, which is insane. You got to go listen to his podcast. It's on Sales Funnel Radio of, of why he's doing it. And um, truly believe he's, my gosh, he's going to be, uh, just got some awesome things coming his way. Um, but he shared with me something that uh, I've, I too have felt, but he was, he was, he has allowed himself to be vulnerable, which opened up for me to be vulnerable too, which was, um, he needed an accountability partner. And I'm like, yeah, I do too, actually, in this exact same thing where um, how do we keep each other accountable? And so he had this 
I don't know if he, he got it from a story or somewhere. Um, but he has this concept and he was like, why don't we write each other like a thousand dollar check? And like every single week we will, uh, we'll just get on the phone with each other and we're just going to be straight up accountable. And if the other person, um, wasn't able to accomplish what they set out to do that week, then, um, the person that they're telling that, uh, their accountability partner gets to cash that check. So Steven and I have written checks to each other and, um, and every week we get to be accountable to each other on, on how we are growing and scaling our companies. And, uh, <laughs> it's kind of nerve wracking because a thousand dollars, regardless of what it is. And <laughs> I know he's going to want to up the game here soon too, um, to, to make sure that it hurts. So that way this deep work, uh, is so in, ensued into our, like into our fibers because we, <laughs> The other person gets to cash a check if you don't follow through on what you set out to do. And simplifying your process and just scaling vertically is the best way to do it because it, it keeps out all your distractions so you can remain accountable without getting distracted. And um, that's what I wanted to leave with you guys today. So if this is your first time here, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you like this episode and you want to continue to get some, some updates. Um, I've also still got some free coaching spaces available for the rest of the year. If you want to go to conversionmarketingradio.com forward slash coaching, what we do is we walk through your business and, uh, what's the best way to either increase your conversion rates, maybe start your business, maybe just realigning, uh, what your processes look like and, uh, how you too can also scale. So go over there. Uh, let me know if you got any other questions, thoughts, concerns, maybe you just want to, I don't know. If you want to send me a Christmas gift, just kidding, don't do that. Uh, love having you guys and uh, always appreciate your time. Have a great day and always remember, keep converting.